fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. Several shots were fired as President Kennedy's motorcade passed through downtown Dallas. None of us will ever forget this day, yet we go forward to defend freedom and all that is good and just in our world. This is just a second, please. Welcome to the Hagman Daily Show, weekdays 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And now your hosts, Joe Hagman and John Robertson. Hello and welcome to this Monday edition of the Hagman Daily Show. We have a great show lined up for you today. It is Monday August 6, 2018, and we have a whole bunch of stuff we're going to get into, starting with the huge news of InfoWars being banned across the board, not only on Facebook, but also by Apple, iTunes, and many others. This is a coordinated attack uh, by the globalists, by the deep state, by the people who are uh, the champions of of silencing the opposition, silencing the truth, silencing your opinions, your statements, making your own, they make their own facts up. And then they have the nerve to turn around and to censor those, not even censor. This is, you know, not shadow banning. This is not demonetizing. This is not keeping your search results at a lower level. This is a complete removal of existence from many of the social media and internet platforms, which, you know, iTunes, for, for instance, uh, you know, you, you, that's through Apple. You uh, do your show every day and your show gets uploaded to iTunes and it's a very easy way to download many shows uh, and, and Jones is, is one of the few shows I do download along with Laura Ingram and Michael Savage. And I don't get a chance to listen to it as much as I'd like. I, I do selectively watch some YouTube videos here and there. But anyway, the censorship, this coordinated attack by Apple, by Google, by Facebook, um, on Infowars, on Alex Jones, removing and banning him and his news organizations from all social media platforms, both companies claims that Jones violated the hate speech policies without citing any examples. And we're going to go through some of the news that is covering this today as you can imagine it is front and center on many of the news sites from the daily caller to uh the liberty daily to judge report uh and all over the place but we're gonna go to the gateway pundit our friends uh jim hoft and joe hoft over there and look at their coverage because uh this is right on the money are tech giants working together to censor conservatives Apple and Facebook ban of InfoWars on same day says yes. Now, obviously, there's no coincidence. I got some uh, clips to play for you on a Fox News broadcast that is really cringeworthy when um, dealing or dealing with the subject of censorship. Uh, they take it and address it from a stand a standpoint that I believe is is very dangerous, and that is uh, that you know basically Alex Jones 
uh, doesn't deserve to have an outlet, doesn't deserve to have access to uh, be able to post on Facebook like the rest of us because his ideas are so far out there, according to... Well, we'll take a listen, but here on the Gateway Pundit, are tech giants working together to censor conservatives? Apple and Facebook ban Infowars on same day. Liberal tech giants Facebook, Twitter, Google, YouTube, and Wikipedia have all stepped up their harassment of conservative publishers since the 2016 election. The far-left Democrats understand that conservatives get their news from online publishers. And this is where the, uh, the, the Gateway Pundit did a really good job because they have um, a report that they have been putting together detailing not only how their organization, the Gateway Pundit, but also other organizations in the alternative media have been uh, uh, basically uh, put in the, in the far corner of the basement of Facebook, losing uh, you know, up to 90 to 95% of their audience, people who already went on Facebook had an account, clicked to follow these organizations. They can't even reach their own followers. I don't know how many people watch the Mark Dice videos, but he does a good job uh, with a lot of stuff on, on YouTube that he puts together. But one of the interesting things that he showed is the how he's demonetized uh, constantly. And they, they know his uh, audience patterns and that his videos get the most views within you know the first 30 hours of them being out probably the first 12 hours so they demonetize the videos uh for those you know first 10 24 hours and then after everybody pretty much has seen the video they'll go ahead and and monetize it again but this gateway pundit piece shows that okay one since the election gateway pundit has found traffic analysis that facebook has eliminated 93% of traffic to top conservative websites. Yes, you heard that right. 93% of traffic. Twitter is shadow banning and censoring conservative lawmakers and conservative publishers. Wikipedia is controlled by far-left editors who regularly accuse of liberal bias. YouTube is shutting down conservative pages and demonetizing several others. And again, as Gateway Pundit June study of top conservative news outlets found that Facebook has eliminated 93% of the traffic to conservative sites. What are these sites? You have the Gateway Pundit, you have the Daily Caller, Breitbart, um, uh, Conservative Treehouse, others. There's uh, many more. But Facebook began this in uh, this conservative uh, fight, or this fight against the truth, the fight against conservatism, the fight against free speech. You know what really boggles my mind? We saw the New York Times editor, uh, under that lady, who is on the New York Times editorial board? I can't remember her name at the moment, but I'll find it. She has been, you know, using Twitter to launch these racist tweets against white people, against cops, these hateful tweets. Uh, some are racist. Uh, most are just hateful and uh, just crazy. But this is supposed to be the most prestigious newspaper in America, in, in American history. And they are on the front lines calling for info wars to be banned yet listen to what some of their own people say and look at this this is from the huffington post facebook removes alex jones and info wars pages finally facebook booted for alex jones 
and InfoWars pages from its platform. The company said Monday, the Alex Jones channel, the Alex Jones page, the InfoWars page, and the InfoWars nightly news page were removed for violating Facebook's policies on graphic violence and hate speech, the company said. Last week, Facebook removed four videos from Jones-affiliated pages and placed Jones on an administrative page uh, on a 30-day lock. However, the other administrators continued posting content on the pages. Like you're supposed to do. Anyway, it goes on to say, while much of the discussion around InfoWars has been related to false news, which is a serious issue that we are working to address by demoting links marked wrong by fact checkers and suggesting additional content, none of the violations that spurred today's removals were related to this, were related to this according to Facebook. Jones is a conservative radio host and a conspiracy theorist who, among other things, Claimed the 2012 Sandy Hook Facebook Elementary School massacre was a hoax. Now I don't know that that's true or not. I have not heard, uh, you know, the actual his breakdown of of Sandy Hook. Um, but you know, we do have the right to ask questions, especially when the police don't and, and the the people in charge are not giving answers. Example: the final report was issued by the Las Vegas Sheriff's Department, and they have no idea what the motive is still 10 11 months out now if we go on the radio some people have speculated that the guy was a gun runner other people have speculated that it was an isis related terrorist attack as isis took credit for it other people have speculated that you know there was an attack on conservatives because of the the, the crowd that was targeted but we don't have that piece of information from the police from the fbi and are we at a point now we're asking questions like on 9-11 asking about building seven being called a truther are we at a point now where that's going to become illegal we know these people will suppress anything they do not agree with because they don't have winning arguments they don't have the truth they don't have credibility they don't have anything on their side it's all lies and propaganda dressed up on you know in pretty suits and nice tv sets that's all they have they have nothing as far as an argument nothing as far as a solution their only goal is to remove president trump and everybody who follows or likes supports him follows and or supports him and you know if you're a christian if you can think for yourself and i, I wish i had the clip handy uh chris cuomo he was complaining the other day on one of his broadcasts that, you know, the, the, these people just won't accept what we tell them. They won't accept it, that we can't change their minds and they won't accept it. Well, let's just get rid of them. Let's ban them. But let me tell you something. They're opening a can of worms that I'm not sure they are ready to open. What do I mean by that? Well, there are people who are fighting back in many different ways. Lawsuits are one. And, and, you know, the Sandy Hook thing, uh, I don't know what happened there. That whole situation was one of the weirdest things ever. From what I understood, no ambulances were able to go in there. Uh, you had the medical examiner who was acting all kooky and weird. The whole story was, was, was off. You had a guy who was arrested in camouflage in the woods next to the school with a gun who turned out to be a police officer from another jurisdiction who was arrested and put in the back of the car. There were so many unanswered questions about Sandy Hook. 
Now, I'm not claiming it did or didn't happen. I have no idea. But something is wrong when you see people who are asking questions. And when you, when you see this, Sandy Hook, is, uh, Jones calls Sandy Hook a hoax. Well, this is like Snopes. What part of Sandy Hook did he call a hoax? Because, or did he call the whole thing a hoax? It doesn't matter. It's free speech. He's being sued in a court of law right now because of his claims that this was a hoax. Hoax, the uh, emotional damage uh, of the the family uh, apparently. But later, let's do this. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna press the pause button on myself, and I'm going to play this clip from Fox Business. Now, I don't necessarily agree with with this. I don't agree with uh, what she, what this person says. There's very little as far as mainstream news media's uh, videos or commentary on this specific issue. This is the only thing I could find so far up until this point now i'm gonna play this and again i don't agree with what this lady says she says a lot of things but we'll go over them piece by piece uh let's listen to this book announcing it's removing four pages belonging to alex jones for quote violating our hate speech and bullying policies this follows apple's move to erase alex jones Infowars podcast from its itunes library then on to Twitter, suspending conservative commentator Candace Owens for her response to a set of anti-white tweets by a New York Times editorial board member. The social media site Twitter later issuing an apology, but never once taking aim at the New York Times staffer for the original tweet. Joining me now, Jessica Tarlaw, Fox News contributor, and Matt Brainerd, Republican strategist, former Trump campaign data and strategy director, and Look Ahead America executive director. Jessica, let me start with you. Again, if you've noticed, I've noticed on Twitter just in the last uh, couple of weeks that all the Trump supporters have a big red X next to their name to basically highlight what they see as censorship of conservative content on Twitter. I've noticed that too. It took me a couple of days to figure out I what know. the X is meant. But again, but, it's, it yeah. does make a statement. Oh, it definitely does. And like Dem Socialists with the wilting flower. It's interesting when you see these trends mm -hmm. happen like that. I think it's a very serious issue that we certainly should be talking about. I think there's a difference between what went on with Alex Jones and what went on with Candace Owens here. They certainly made a mistake and obviously their algorithms picked up what... All right, let's stop it there real quick. Uh, I want to add some of my commentary here. You have uh, this story of Candace Owens. Now, you can go on Hagman Report. I have the story up there uh, on the front page of Hagman Report. Now, I mentioned the New York Times editorial board member who was launching those tirades of racist tweets. And I guess what I'm going to do, I'm going to go to Hagman Report myself so I got the uh, proper information. Now, uh, Candace Owens, what she did was took some of those messages by the New York Times editor and she copied and pasted them and changed one word where it said something like, uh, you know, white people are BS. She changed the word white to black. She's a black lady. What'd they do? They suspended her account immediately. Immediately. Twitter suspends Candace Owens. Then says it was an error after backlash. This from the Daily Caller. Twitter suspended conservative commentator Candace Owens on Sunday for uh, uh, imitating New York Times editorial board member Sarah Young anti-white tweets, but restored Owens' account access following a backlash on social media. Owens, the communication director for conservative activist group Turning Points USA on sun Saturday, sent on a pair of tweets quoting Young's anti-white sentiments 
which did not earn her a Twitter suspension, but swapped out the word white with Jewish and black. Twitter on Sunday suspended Owen's account for 12 hours, citing her new tweet about Jewish people as a violation of Twitter rules. <laughs> anyway, they went back and understood what she uh, what it was she was trying to do, and her point obviously was made because she uh, was restored. Now, back to the uh, audio report. Uh, let's go. Let's go on. And Candace here. was doing, and she w was making a point that I think does need to be made about Sarah Jong's tweets, which apparently go back to 2012. Even it wasn't just the latest rash. As for Alex Jones, and I don't know if you saw last week that uh, he's actually suing. Uh, parents whose child died in Sandy Hook for $100,000 to cover, help him cover legal fees. That family was forced to move six or seven times He's because of the fact that Alex Jones them. was not only spreading lies about them, you know, he said that they were actor, child actors there, but um, releasing information as to where they live. So they haven't been safe and they've been moving with their daughter, who's the same age, who's a twin with their son right. that died. So uh, there's a little bit of a difference there. And All right, real quick, we, there's more to this video. What, what is this lady talking about? There's a Sandy Hook family who still feels in danger to the point that they're still moving. The only people who, who have been talking about Sandy Hook for the last few years are the people who don't like other people's opinions about it. Anyway. I think that very often when you see companies shutting down a podcast like with Apple and what Facebook did, Matt, it's uh, they're covering their you-know-whats because of uh, legal liability in some instances. I always, That's my go-to thought. But I will say in terms of the treatment of conservatives broadly. All right, before she gets to that treatment of broad conservatives, you see how she worked that in there, that little propaganda piece? Well, they're just doing this to cover their tech, their technical third-party, uh, you know, legal liabilities. You know what? That's BS. That is not true at all. And if it was true, we would see so much more ban. How come CNN is not just permabanned for their false stories, for their lies, for their propaganda? Literally, the mainstream media goes on TV every day 24 hours a day over 90 percent of the coverage of trump negative over 90 percent of the coverage on trump lies yet when they are called on it when they are told to their face not only by the people who support this president and this country but by the president himself that they're the enemy of the people you have jim acosta you know crying and whining sarah huckabee sanders just say it. Say we're not the enemy. Say we're not the enemy, Sarah. And uh, if you guys listen to the show Friday, we played that clip. It's so good. I want to play it again. Sarah Huckabee Sanders just went uh, on a verbal, uh, just sparring with Jim Acosta and really put her in her place. Or put her, yeah. Sarah Huckabee Sanders put her, Jim Acosta, in her place. And as I said Friday, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, probably the best press secretary I've ever seen in my life. And this is exactly why. Now, I'm not going to play this whole clip, but let's go to uh, past yeah. Jim Acosta's grandstanding, on, uh, past the, uh, you know, interruptions. The media resorts to personal attacks without any content other than to incite anger. Uh, the media has attacked me personally on a number of occasions, including your own network, said I should be harassed as a life sentence, that I should be choked. 
ICE officials are not welcomed in their place of worship and personal information is shared on the internet. When I was hosted by the Correspondents Association, of which almost all of you are members of, you brought a comedian up to attack my appearance and call me a traitor to my own gender. In fact, as I know, um, I'm, as far as I know, I'm the first press secretary in the history of the United States that's required Secret Service protection. The media continues to ratchet up the verbal assault against the president and everyone in this administration. And Certainly, we have a role to play, but the media has a role to play for the discourse in this country as well. And, and sir, if you don't mind, if I, if, wait, hold on, if I may follow up, if I may follow up, excuse me, you did not say in the course of those remarks that you just made that the press is not the enemy of the people. Are we to take it from what you just said? We all get put through the ringer. We all get put in the meat grinder in this town, and you're no exception. And I'm sorry that that happened to you. I wish that that, that had not happened. But for, for the sake of this, this room, the people who are in this room, this democracy, this country, all the people around the world are watching what you're saying, Sarah, and the White House for the United States of America, the President of the United States should not refer to us as the enemy of the people. His own daughter acknowledges that, and all I'm asking you to do, Sarah, is to acknowledge that right now and right here. I, I appreciate your passion. I share it. Um, I've addressed this question. I've addressed my personal feelings. I'm here to speak on behalf of the president. He's made his comments clear. <laughs> How good was that? Uh, after she put him through uh, a truth bomb, he went on to, to push the issue further. Sarah, you did not agree with me that we're not the enemy of the American. He took a, a question that could have been asked in five words and stretched it out for 45 seconds this guy <laughs> i know president trump has has an ego on him i know uh, that bothers a lot of people but what about the ego what about the uh, grandstanding of acosta is the self-righteousness who do these people think they are of course you're the enemy of the people you're not only working against the president working against his agenda which is trying to restore uh, you know the capitalism in this uh, in this uh, republic that we once had is trying to restore some of the things that made this country great and he's being fought at every turn he's being called a racist he's being uh, they're they're saying to attack his uh, fans his supporters his his coworkers his appointees they are doing any and everything they can to get him out of office lies every single day and then when they're called on it when they are told what they really are which is in the enemy of not only truth not only of the american people but as uh uh, uh lou pat said in for michael savage friday and said they're the enemy of humanity so acosta goes on and grandstands and she says the, the, i've made my point clear and the uh, president has stated very clearly how he feels. And how was that? That, Jim, you are a, t a terrible journalist, if you even want to call yourself a journalist. And even worse, blowhard. But you are the enemy of the American people. Now, that's not calling for violence. That's not, you know, uh, that, that's the truth of the matter. Now, I'll tell you what, just like I would tell anybody. The moment that you people stop lying, the moment you stop with your incessant, uh, you know, socialist, communist, pedophilia, abortion-loving narrative and start telling the truth, you won't be the enemy anymore. But you can't do that, can you? 
either because you are brainwashed or you get paid too much and you don't want to lose your job. But this is a big story, again, the censorship of InfoWars as Apple, Facebook, uh, all in a, and again, in a coordinated attack. As Drudge Report says, regulates hate. Apple regulates hate. And this goes to a CNBC piece. Uh, let's see, hopefully, yeah, they got a lot more in there than they did earlier. Um, goes on to say, Facebook, Apple, YouTube, remove pages and podcasts from the Alex Jones show for hate speech and policy violations. And as uh, Paul Joseph Watson said on his tweet, they did not even cite an example. Apple says this, Apple does not tolerate hate speech, and we have clear guidelines that creators and developers must follow to ensure we provide a safe environment for all of our users, an Apple spokeswoman said Monday. Podcasts that violate these guidelines are removed from our directory, making them no longer searchable or available for download or streaming. We believe in representing the wide range of views, so long as people are respectful of those with differing opinions. You see the hypocrisy there? As long as we believe in representing a wide range of views, so long as people are respectful to those with differing opinions. What is that? Is that a joke? That you, that's the opposite of what you do. You censor any and everybody who supports the president, who's a Christian, who's a conservative, who's against abortion, who's against socialism. You promote those people who promote hate. And then you have the gall to come out and issue a statement like this. The American people aren't buying it. Now, I heard Alex say uh, in, in, a, in a really, he, he started doing some live broadcast. I heard him say that he has already launched a lawsuit or is suing uh, these companies. And he's going to have a good case. Uh, this article goes on to say, um, Facebook, after it announced this, it was removing four of the Joneses' pages for uh, persistently uploading content in a breach of the social network's content guidelines. The company said it made the decision after receiving additional complaints about inappropriate content on Jones's pages. The pages were removed for glorifying violence. You know what it was? It was a videos of, of violence, unprovoked violence against Trump supporters. Hmm. It wasn't him advocating violence. It wasn't him promoting violence. It wasn't him being violent. Anyways, it goes on. Uh, the pages were removed for glorifying violence, which violates our graphic violence, uh, violence policy, and using dehumanizing language to describe people who are transgendered, Muslims, and immigrants, which violates our hate speech, speech policies. The decision was made independently of any other companies removing content from their sites, a Facebook spokesperson said. Yeah, it's just a coincidence that, you know, Apple, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter... Uh, Google, you know, Spotify, all on the same day announce they're dropping Alex Jones or censoring Infowars. But they, they even say, hey, this was not, our decision was our own and we did not, you know, coordinate with any of these other companies. Just the fact that you had to say that alone. Anyway, in July, Facebook removed four of Jones' videos and hit his own personal profile with a 30-day ban. With the, which is what the firm deemed as a violation of its policies on bullying and hate speech. Now, again, going over what they said uh, was his penalties, his crimes, the inappropriate content. 
One, they said he's glorifying violence. I've never, well, actually, okay. He he doesn't glorify violence, but he uh, is very clear. You know, these people who are destroying the country, these people who are destroying uh, this nation, this, this the laws that were set up, the economy, the people, the spirit, the the whole thing, that they would be met in self-defense. He says things that are a little bit outlandish, but so what? He never has, I've never heard him once say, you know, you everybody go get this guy. Or It's ridiculous. It's not like, you know, Maxine Waters or any of the thousands of other deranged anti-Trump, anti-truth people out there. They don't, they don't remove their pages. They don't remove their posts. They don't ban their speech. What did he say about immigrants that was so dehumanizing? That illegal immigrants are breaking the law? That we shouldn't have open borders? What did he say about Muslims? That they are coming here and uh, the terror attacks increase? The likelihood of terror attacks increase? Look what's happened to, to the UK for in Germany. All of Europe for having its open borders policy. You have no-go zones. You have huge increases in sexual assaults and rapes. I mean, I'm not even going to get into I don't even have to defend that. It's everybody who's paying attention knows. Now, it goes on to say, the company explained Monday uh, that when it deleted the content, the removal counts as a strike, essentially a warning against the person that uploaded it. In the case of pages, Facebook said it holds both a page and an administrator who posts content in violation of its rules accountable. But it was also said that the reason for removing Jones pages was in no no way related to concerns over fake news. All four pages have been unpublished for repeated violations of community standards and accumulating too many strikes. You know what I want? Show me the example. It's interesting when YouTube, if you upload a video that has something, uh, copyright content inside there, about an hour after you upload it, you're going to get an email and a notification on your channel. It's going to tell you that you used copywritten material without permission. It's going to show you on your own video the minute and second marker where you did it, and it's going to compare it to the original. One thing that's missing from all this other than the Sandy Hook excuse, are the examples. What did he say about Muslims? What did he say about immigrants? What is this hateful content? Where's the glorifying of violence? How come all these people can rattle off all these things, all these, you know, alleged problems, but never show the examples? It's very interesting how that works. Now, uh, we've been getting a lot of emails about this, and we know it's a matter of time before our shows, our social media posts, our YouTubes, etc., will be you know, further suppressed, removed at some point, maybe. But what is so fascinating and troubling about this out of all the people who are on YouTube, I mean, I don't have to tell you guys, you guys, and, and Facebook, what? They had their huge stock drop about 10 days ago 
because they had a very bad second quarter report on new users. But at some point, you have to understand that half, you know, pretty much everybody who has access to the internet in the world has an account, and the other half of the people don't even have the internet. At some point, you're going to run out of new users. But they lost, what, like $120 billion in one day, the biggest stock loss in, in history? And they haven't been banning, I mean, except for conservatives, they don't have any problem with hate speech. You know, how many, in, in the violence thing, this is what gets me. You know how many uh, fight videos or crazy acts of violence I have seen on YouTube? Every day. All the news sites that I peruse through on a daily basis, there's at least one in, at one website that says, you know, uh, has a video of some kind of crazy incident with a person uh, and police officers or, or uh, some citizens. But either way, I mean, you can go, you could st go on YouTube in front of your computer right now and you could watch fight videos till you couldn't stay awake anymore for, like, you know, as long as you wanted. And you still wouldn't even have put a dent in the amount of violence that is on YouTube. What this is, it's obviously a targeted attack to try to delegitimize and stop Alex Jones and his followers from being able to access him. But guess what? This is how this works. I, I wonder, does CNN, does, uh, do these people think, these people who have been advocating for this to happen, for this to be shut down, do these people think that because Jones is no longer on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube that people are going to forget about him and start watching their channel again? Absolutely not. If anything, more people are going to go and they're going to seek him out on his own websites, on his own uh, where he is able to broadcast. And there will be companies who are very willing and, and happy to have him as a customer. Do you think this is not going <laughs> to... If anything, you're turning Jones and everything that he says into a martyr. He is going to be the example. He is going to be the test case for this whole, uh, you know, basically what we should call the, the Antifa uh, mentality, the Trump derangement syndrome, and how the censorship battle plays out in a court of law. I mean, look at over the weekend in Chicago, 63 people shot over the weekend. 63! You had riots or, or uh, the Patriot Prayer Group in Portland was holding a rally. But guess what? If you listen to the news, you would think that they were the reason for the problems of violence at their rallies. We did our Patreon broadcast last night, and I'll explain what that is here in a few minutes. Um, it's for people who are uh, Patreon donors to the Hagman Report of $25 or more a month. Every first Sunday of the month, we sit down uh, at 7 o'clock for a few hours, and it's a big roundtable with, with everybody who, uh, who donates at that $25 level. And we had our, uh, our monthly meeting yesterday. Now, we were talking about this a little bit because it's so funny to watch this, and I'm sure people were paying attention at least throughout the weekend, if uh, you remembered that these uh, groups were talking, Antifa was saying, you know, arm yourself and, and get out there. Uh, they, they were expecting some fireworks. And CBS, without fail, I'm looking for it right now, uh, the, the article, and I know it's here somewhere. I'm getting close. Okay. Uh, they, they twisted this 
into making it obviously not about Antifa, not about uh, the people who did not have a permit, who did not, who only came there to to commit violence. That's all they do. Uh, and what they do is they twist it around and they try to make it seem like it was the fault of the Patriot group. And, and I can't find the headline here. So I'm going to go into my history from yesterday. Oh, you know what? I got two computers in front of me because I got a cracked screen on one. So I bet it's on this other computer. But what they have, uh, the way they reported this, and there was a few incidents, not only in uh, in Portland, but also in uh, Berkeley, at Berkeley yesterday, the, or yesterday or Saturday, I'm not sure which, but there was uh, violence that was uh, committed uh, by the same groups, these Antifa groups against uh, another group who was you know, holding a march or whatever. But CBS, <laughs> here it is. All right. CBS's awful coverage of the Portland violence. CBS tries to blame Portland violence on Trump supporters. Here, let, you know what? I got to figure out how to. Okay. I can pull it up on this computer. See, I got two computers in front of me, and I did not pull the one this story up on the one that has... Uh, the the sound that can play through it. So I'll pull it up here on uh, by the title, and you can listen to this for yourself. It's worth it because what they do, they don't mention until the very end of the report that the the right wing group is the Patriot Prayer Group, uh, but they are trying to say that a, a, a alt right rally that was held in Portland got violent on Saturday. They make it sound as though it was the it's the fault of the not Antifa, but the the Trump supporters. All right, here it is. This is only like a minute clip. In Portland, Oregon, a massive demonstration by a right wing group turned violent. Police used tear gas to break up several small scuffles between the group and some anti-fascists. Tensions were high as an officer tried to take a sign away from a woman. He ended up shoving her to the ground. When she got up and ran away, she was swarmed by several other officers. There are reports that several people were injured. Jennifer Dowling of our CBS affiliate COIN is there. We're in downtown Portland, and we've been following members of Antifa that have just marched down here to meet up with members of Patriot Prayer. Proud boys of our trees, fascists, retreat. However, police here are not taking any chances on this. They are dressed in their SWAT gear. They have said, we are not messing around. You can see police here charging protesters who would not comply with orders to disperse. They made some arrests. Protesters Police also confiscated weapons and shot tear gas and flash grenades to break up the protesters. There were members that were not affiliated with Antifa with this group. They simply do not believe in the Patriot Prayer Group, which has been associated with the alt-right. Has been associated with the alt-right. Give me a break. Notice how they didn't say anything about the... Pa- they, they, they talked about Antifa, the anti-fascist, which is the, the biggest... I mean, I don't have to rehash this stuff with you. As Winston Churchill, as George Orwell and others have said, the fascist of the future will claim to be anti-fascist. And that's what they are. They are the big... <laughs> Paul Joseph Watson did a great video. Uh, I watched it with my wife uh, yesterday, I believe it was. Uh, to, just to give her some context into this whole thing. And 
he made the just the greatest video I don't know how long ago about Antifa and showcasing how how hypocritical these people were in one instance he showed these guys who came with their signs about you know no hate this no hate that and then they showed those same people standing with their no hate signs as they were using the signs to beat uh, people who they didn't agree with what they were saying or, or what they were doing in the the uh, uh, at this rally or whatever. It was it's really funny though. It's a, but the whole thing's a joke, right? I mean, really, does Alex Jones deserve to be banned across the board? YouTube, Facebook. I'm sure we could find a hundred thousand examples of people who've posted content who are, and obviously Jones has been doing this for a long time. He is a, he's been a journalist. He's, he's been a reporter. He's had his own <clears throat> network and info wars for a long time. He has more listeners, <clears throat> excuse me, than CNN in their, in their best that they could ever hope for. He has that many listeners on a slow day. Do you think that has something to do with it? You think it's because they're losing the argument of uh, in the public debate? They see that the number of Hispanics who are supporting Trump is increasing exponentially. They see the number of African-Americans who are now supporting Trump is increasing exponentially. And I believe it's either being underreported uh, or, or people, uh, they're obviously doing their selective polling. Because I'm going to tell you something, from what I've been noticing, it seems like there are a lot more people... Are, are getting very frustrated with, with what they're seeing who might have otherwise remained silent about their political beliefs. But a lot more people seem to be okay with Trump. They see the media for what it is. The lying, hypocritical, uh, you know, constant. They're, they're like a nagging old... <laughs> I'm not going to compare them to anything. Look, we all know what these people are. The enemy of the American people. These people are spiritually, emotionally, mentally deceived and morally bankrupt in every way possible. They support nothing of any goodness, no righteousness at all. What do they support? Uh, Impeaching President Trump because they don't like him as a person and they definitely don't like his followers and his agenda. They've created... They've weaponized the intelligence agencies under Obama and bought and paid for and created an investigation in order to find a crime. And here we are over a year in and nothing. But they move on like he's already been found guilty. Isn't it amazing their their attitude of, of you know, every piece of new news that comes out? Well, this is what's going to do it, you know. Uh, There's no way Trump's going down. Every day I I read it on comment sections and internet forums and message boards. These people, (laughs) every piece of news is like the end of Trump's presidency. And then nothing happens. And they're on to the next thing. Uh, Never to talk about again or even worse, they'll use their false information as, as examples, like the people who use Paul Manafort and his charges of, uh, you know, uh, tax evasion from our, or, or, uh, you know, years before he ever worked on Trump's campaign. And they somehow through that logical fallacy, try to connect it to the Russia investigation as though it proves that there was collusion between president Trump and Russia in the election. 
I mean, it's a joke. It's a joke. Now, uh, over the weekend, the president went on a uh, number, put a number of tweets out about the Mueller investigation. And rightfully so. He said, end the witch hunt. And all the, 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 the little media pundits went, you know, they, last week was the, the people were in, in rare form. The media was in rare form uh, from the Acosta Huckabee exchange, which, you know, you have these liberals out there saying uh, Huckabee should be shunned from all humanity and society when she leaves the White House press corps. No company should hire her. She should be shunned. Is that the exact words that this person used? Um, It's just unbelievable. And I know I'm all over the place now here, kind of rambling. But back to what we were talking about with the censorship. You have the political violence that happened in Portland and in Berkeley. And I just played you that CBS clip. And what did they say? You know, violence breaks out at an alt-right, a a group that is uh, associated with or uh, you know know somebody who who's a member of the quote unquote alt right it is so obvious you can see right through i can <laughs> the way we've been in this groove for a while now with the media <clears throat> and their hysterics before they I, I finish reading their sentence to their arguments my mind already tells me what's wrong where the lies are and, and what they did to twist it to make it, you know, sound the way they wanted to. I don't know about you guys, but it's like uh, I don't even have to think about it anymore. You can see right through it. The media has a lower approval rating than Congress or close. But they are going to take the more they're, they're going to try to take the moral high ground. They're going to act like the victims while calling for the censorship, while calling for the violence while calling for the impeachment, while calling for socialism, while calling for open borders, while calling for, uh, you know, abortions on demand, while calling for kids to be transgendered. And then they're going to turn around and say, were the haters, were the violent ones? It's like the twilight zone. We say it all the time. And I'm sorry, I got to take a sip here. I got like a, a frog in my throat, but... Um, I don't think we quit. We finished listening to that uh, Fox News report on the censorship. And remember, she just got done talking about the uh, uh, justifying how they had to do this. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, they had to do this for their legal liability. They had to ban Jones. That's what they just got finished saying. So we'll pick it up right there. That's my go-to thought. But I will say in terms of the treatment of conservatives, broadly speaking, looking at the Candace Owens situation, it actually fuels the Trump base because they do feel like they're being silenced. And it actually makes them more, I was talking to Lee Carter, and Lee's going to get into this as the show moves on, but you look at the, she was testing these rallies and people are more devoted to Trump than ever before. What say you, Matt? Yeah, I think the real question here is, like, who's going to be next? Because at least in Alex Jones's case, uh, the language that they used was that, you know, it was hate speech. And that's a very broad term. And it's not really clear on any given day what that means to these tech companies. It's important to remember that uh, personnel is policy and stacked from the bottom to the top of the corporate leadership 
um, department heads of all these tech companies, they are hardcore leftists. And if this is just the first example of them censoring somebody or going after somebody, it just makes me wonder who's next, whose unfavorable opinions will be targeted next for deplatforming by Apple or any one of these larger, uh, other large social media companies. Will it be people who oppose illegal immigration or question well, the uh, latest on uh, gender politics or pro-lifers? I mean, at what point does it cross that quote-unquote hate speech line, especially when they're relying on far-left organizations like the Southern Poverty Law Center to define exactly what hate speech is, which would, which it would include this network here. Well, Matt, what I'm saying is that actually that the outrage at these social media sites is actually it somehow in an upside down world, it works to the candidate's benefit. It works to President Trump's benefit. The laziness of many people in television media, because it's just it's easier to accuse President Trump of having lost his mind or being deranged or being mentally ill than to actually do policy work and understand, say, his trade policy. What I'm saying is the outrage generated by these social media platforms right. in trying to censor. And again, I apologize for this Fox News clip, or I'm sorry, Fox Business News clip. Because uh, they usually do a very good job, and I, uh, I find myself just every. I played that a few times before we came on air, and these people, uh, they're just as bad as the other ones because they, these people are pretending to be on your side while you know telling you basically having the same sediments, just twisting it in a different wording, as to uh, you know why they have to uh, you know why it's justifiable that and not understanding that they themselves are on the the chopping block i mean at what point i mean jones yes it was much more colorful than mainstream media used some foul language you, you know was very passionate is very passionate and but that's not the, that's not what got him banned what he was saying is not what got him banned it's the persuasion that he has it is the the fact that MSNBC and CNN combined on their best day couldn't reach half the people Jones does on all these platforms. It's also for what he stands for. And I don't have to keep, we don't have to keep going over this over and over again, but this is a big deal. Um, we, we talk about this a lot, you know, what's next? Uh, uh, you know, how's this censorship going to play out? How's it going to look? Well, when we say it's going to get much worse, it's still, this is nothing. Wait till you can't access his. Wait till he can't send out or post anything on any website because nobody will host his website till his ISP is banned. Till uh, it, you don't think that's coming? No, it is. But first, it's going to go probably a little bit slower. We're going to see uh, the you know these people are these these control freaks, these satanic elite control freaks, are going to uh, you know. Go and keep doing what they were doing. I mean, they banned SGT report on YouTube, but he was through a lot of public uh, support able to get them to reinstate it. Uh, they've done this with numerous, numerous people and organizations. Some of them get reinstated. A lot of them don't. And what is the, you know, rhyme or reason for that? Now, uh, there is more up here on Drudge. Facebook strips Infowars, crackdown intensifies. YouTube's remove. Tech giants working together to block conservatives. Want user financial data from bank. Next, pressure to ban climate deniers. Huh. Let's see what this one says. Facebook, well known as a breeding ground for misinformation, has a particular problem with disseminating false and misleading messages about climate change science uh 
The platform spreads climate-denying videos and other posts, hosts climate-denying ads, and officially partners with climate-denying media outlets and organizations. Now, what is this climate-denying that we are hearing of, that we're hearing them say? What is climate-denying? Well, let's see. <laughs> These are people who don't agree with the liberal uh, Al Gore, uh, you know, global warming is going to kill us all in 10 minutes if we don't uh, you know, stop with our carbon emissions and using coal and, and we don't you know, tax cow farts. And I'm not making that up. That's a serious thing. It's all lies. It's junk science. You know, one thing that's great about science is it's never settled. Because it's uh, even Einstein's, you know, his laws of relativity and gravity. Yes, those those are uh, laws, but they've went much further with those. Now they're into the dark matter and all this other stuff. But Obama, he always tried to say, this is settled science. But guess what? It wasn't even science. The people were manipulating the numbers. You had the people from the government website. What was it? NOAA got caught fudging the temperature data to make it look warmer than it was when actually we were in a cooling period for like 10 years compared to what they tried to say. I think it was like two and a half degrees on average. They manipulated the, uh, the weather to make it look like it was hotter than it was. I mean, literally provable fact that they manipulated and changed the data intentionally to make the situation look like it's something it wasn't. Then they turn around and say, if you deny this, you are next. We're coming after you. You're spreading climate-denying videos. Anyway, this article goes on. This is from Media Matters, if, if uh, that hasn't been made clear. A recent video promoting false arguments against climate change science got more than 5 million views on Facebook. The Guardian's Dana Natelli reported last week. The video, posted in June by The Daily Signal, an arm of the right-wing heritage foundation is titled why climate change is fake news featuring mark uh, morano a longtime spokesperson and blogger for climate denial cause who outlines three things that the left gets wrong about climate change nicelli points out that all three are common and easily debunked myths i haven't read this article yet so we're going to learn together what is uh, so obvious to these people it goes on to say fortunately to the exposure of Murano's misinformation uh, is not as bad as it seems at first blush. Although Facebook implies the video has been viewed over 5 million times, a view is counted after just three seconds, and videos on the site play automatically. Nevertheless, the video has been shared over 75,000 times, so it certainly has reached a wide audience. Facebook needs to come to terms with the fact that there is an objective reality. Even if Mark Moran sincerely believes humans aren't causing global warming, that belief is false. And by continuing to host this myth-filled video, Facebook is misinforming tens of thousands, perhaps even millions of its user users. Now, this is a perfect example of everything that we're talking about, only it's about the climate debate. These people are so mentally, I don't even want to say retarded, because that, the people who are actually mentally retarded are, are much better, kinder, smarter people than what I'm talking about. 
these people, from the people who create these narratives to the people who disseminate it, to the people who read it, to those who buy into it and believe it. I don't, I don't know. It, again, I go back to the spiritual thing. That, that, so I, I kind of back off a little bit because my brain tells me, you. I mean, these people are out to lunch and they're never coming back. As this climate story shows us, they're saying this video that they uh, say is wrong because it says man-made global warming isn't real or as bad as they say it is, needs to be, these people need to be banned. The video goes on to claim that the global warming hoax is the biggest fraud in history, which features a rant by a climate-denying retired businessman that has gotten 2 million views on Facebook. Anyway, this whole article is one big this is how the things with infowars started you get something that gets on media matters it gets disseminated to the liberal organizations they put their own spin and their own creativity pieces into it and they publish it this is like what we saw with the q anon last week what a coincidence that everywhere from huffington post to newsweek to nbc to msnbc to every single liberal news organization on the web did a hit piece all on the same day about QAnon and how he was a, a fringe a right-wing conspiracy group that promotes a, a conspiracy theory that there's child pedophilia going on in Hollywood. Anyway, this, this article on global warming uh, goes out to say that in an inter- interview with uh, Recode, published on July 18th, Facebook founder Zuckerberg said, Facebook shouldn't remove content just because it's wrong using the example of Holocaust denial. He said it's just deeply offensive, but I don't believe that our platform should take that down because I think there are things that different people get wrong, and I don't think they're intentionally getting it wrong. Zuckerberg went further to clarify his views, saying, Our goal with fake news is not to prevent anyone from saying something untrue, but to stop fake news and misinformation spreading across our services. If something is spreading and is rated false by fact-checkers, it would lose the vast majority of its distribution in the newsfeed. Now, who are these fact checkers? Guess what? They're the same people that come up with the lies that they feed to us and try to shove down our throats. And we've talked about this, you know, the Snopes model. Uh, did Hillary Clinton have an illegal, uh, you know, server in her closet? False. And then you go read the article. What was false about it? Well, the, the server wasn't in the closet. It was in the bathroom. But they worded it in a way where they tried to debunk it. And then you have these other, uh, you know, people who, and organizations who jump right on and say, yes, this is, this is the truth. The whole fact-checking thing is such a, the whole atmosphere of our news media is so insane. But thankfully, the majority of people know it's a lie. I can't believe we're out of time already, folks. Uh, it's been a great show. If you can support the show, uh, paypal.me backslash Joe Hagman. There's a link in the blog talk description. We could really use your support. Uh, John's not going to be uh, with me uh, anymore doing the show. we got to congratulate him. He got a job offer. We'll talk about that tomorrow. We're out of time. Have a great day.
The Hagman Daily Show is brought to you by The Hagman Report. Tune in to The Hagman Report weekdays, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. For more information, go to hagmanreport.com. That's hagmanreport.com.